you do have an interesting finish. Like you come through and then you swing your legs. It'll be up. Di- it's different sometimes. Really? Yeah, yeah. It depends on like it depends on how um, how much I like extend and get stable on my left leg. Oh. Fastballs and sliders, or I'm gonna have more of that. That like kind of violent, you know, whatever right leg coming swinging through. Whereas the changeup, since I'm trying to kill velo. I'm using less legs and the front leg will actually like bend out sometimes. And it's more of like a smooth finish. Let's not give away your tells here. Well, it's after I throw the ball anyways. So it's not like the hitters are seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> they have to try and hit the ball. Great point. Welcome to another episode of the Chris Rose rotation, a production of John boy media. And today we are hitting the road for a very special episode, almost episode number 200, but not quite. We figure we'd take you on a field trip out to Dodger stadium. Look who's almost sitting in my seat. Lucas Back Giolito. California, sunny California. So you grew up about 40 minutes from here, right, in uh, in uh, Santa Monica. Yep. How often did you make it out to this ballpark? Quite a bit. Yeah, I came out, watched a lot of Dodgers games, uh, moved here when I was about five years old, and this is the stadium I came to the most. We make the trip down south to Anaheim sometimes, but spent a lot of time uh, sitting in those bleachers. Which bleachers had the... Uh, all you can eat dodger dogs to uh, left or right yeah i moved here when i had a little money so <laughs> that part i don't remember i didn't grow up here so i don't know which ones those were but i mean come on now you couldn't your your folks were paying for these seats not my folks but <laughs> yeah the high school i went to oh yeah 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 that's all right my buddies yeah yeah i would i would sneak in i would sneak into the dugout club from time to time we had some connections so who'd you go with did you go with free did you go with flarity who'd you go with uh, I, I definitely came to some games of Max. I, I remember, um, close family friend of the Freed, Scotty Tenen was a, uh, visiting clubhouse, uh, oh, attendant. Awesome. So he brought us down in the clubhouse one time, I believe when, oh man, I don't know what team was in town, maybe the nationals or something like that, or Yankees and got to go in, meet some of the players. It, that was a cool experience. And now being here as a player, it's like. I was walking around the field earlier before we got all set up, and I almost got emotional. Did you? Seriously, yeah, yeah. Because, like I said, this is the stadium that I came, watched Major League Baseball for the first time, and really fell in love with the game. So, uh, being here as a player, it's just it's a bummer I'm not pitching this series, yeah. but I'm still going to soak it all in. So, you haven't pitched here at all, have you? No, this is my first time to Dodger Stadium as a big leaguer. That sucks. They couldn't have reworked the rotation so that you could have got a hometown start. I mean, how awesome would that have been? It would have been cool, but I'm sure I'll get my opportunity in the okay. future. Yeah. You don't have to be political with me. You can be like, yeah, it does suck. It does <laughs> no, suck. No, it does. It does. But I'm coming off a good one on yes. Sunday, so I'll take it. You're coming off two good ones. Uh, home against the Marlins, which unfortunately you got a no decision, even though you gave up one run, seven innings. Start before that in New York. Is it is it different pitching in New York? Oh, it is so fun. It is so <laughs> fun pitching New York, man. You know, the, the fans, uh, especially the bleacher creatures, like they'll give you some shit when you're warming up and they're yelling a lot of mean things at you. The just the energy in the stadium, especially considering the conditions when we were there. Oh, I yeah. felt like I was pitching oh, in my- Gotham City. <laughs> yes. Like the, it, it was like. All orange out like it felt like we were in a comic book and um yeah uh, pitching there amazing playing service amazing mound my favorite mound in the league so you know i was able to show out and have a good one okay so there's a few things i want to cover there 
you were there when all the wildfires in Canada mm-hmm. started making their way there. Could you feel it like in your lungs and stuff? Day two. Yes. The game, the day that the game got canceled. Yeah. When I was like, I was walking around outside to get some breakfast and everybody in Midtown, that's where we say Midtown Manhattan. Everybody is like walking around the streets, taking videos, like people got masks on. It's like, what is going on out here? And when I was walking around, like I started to feel it like in my chest, like, oh, man, it's like I'm smoking cigarettes or something. So you didn't go for your day after run? No, I, I don't do that anyways. You don't? No. Are you? <laughs> I am not a runner. Not at all? This body is not built for moving my legs for a long period of time. So what are you, an elliptical guy? Uh, cardio is going to be that low impact. So elliptical, bike, things like that. Uh, running for me is all sprint work. That's that's the only running I'll do. When do you do that? Uh, day two, day three, a little bit day four, just get the legs moving. So is that today you have to sprint? No. Today's my day one, technically, because we had an off day yesterday. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got it. Yeah, yeah. I got it. So what do you do? Like, people have no idea what starting pitchers do. You pitched on, on Sunday. Saturday? Sunday. 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 Then you had the off day. So what do you do day one? Day one is a mixture of like strength training and recovery. So uh, I'm probably not going to play catch today. Maybe I will because we had that off day yesterday. Just play light catch. But I get in the weight room, crush legs, core, and then I'll do the cardio if, if I'm feeling it. You know, a little bit, 20, 25 minutes on the bike, something like that. And then um, after that, it's all recovery. So uh, we have our massage therapist, Jess. She's fantastic. Work with her every day, one, about an hour, Um, you know, work through whatever I need. And that's pretty much it. Then I enjoy the game. How sore are you two days after pitching? I'm not very sore right now. No. Is that normal? I feel good. Yeah. 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 Once you get in the swing of things in the season, I, I don't, you know, I'm very fortunate. I don't, I don't get like super sore. I'll get, I'll get a little bit here and there, you know, maybe, uh, my legs will be a little tired or like the back of my arm, but, um, I feel like take pretty good care of myself and I'm able to recover pretty quickly. Who's your catch partner? It depends. Just whomever's available. Yeah. Whoever's available. Um, yeah, I don't have like a set catch partner. It's usually one of our bullpen catchers, Louis or Gonzo. Oh, okay. Yeah. But no ball players. No, like everyday. Do everyday ball players like to mix with starting pitchers? No, no, they don't no, like no, to, no. They don't like you. It's usually starters throw with starters, relievers throw with relievers, and position guys throw with position guys. Got it. Who's uh, who's the best to play catch with? Like, who's the funniest? There's got to be some funny dude. Or are you guys all business when you're out there throwing? Uh, no, it's not all business. Joe Kelly, you're, you'll never know what you're going to get, you know, cause he'll, he'll be working on his deeks and all, all the funky stuff he does pitching wise. Um, other than that, I don't love playing catch with Kopech because like you can't see his fastball Ooh, that's on the bad. flat ground. It's just like explodes out of his hand and it's like rising and running and, um, it's, it gets pretty crazy. Uh, I'd say over the last like couple years, the guy I play catch with the most, if it's not a bullpen catcher, is Dylan. Oh, yeah. Does he throw you 12 6 just to have fun with you? Yeah, we throw, yeah, we throw each other everything. Um, I'm, but 
the thing is, I've caught him so much that like now you know I'm what very you're doing. Confident. Yeah, you'll see me out there picking sliders and stuff. It's pretty cool. Really? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I didn't know you had that in you. I do. That's I do. Awesome. I got a decent glove on me. Oh, this is great. We got a. De- oh wait, hold on. We've got like a Dodger um, tour. Tour. Nice. Going on. Very nice. Don't worry. I'm not going to let them know who you are. Okay. But they're probably going to think I'm the famous one. Not Absolutely. You. This is going to be great. That's right. Chris Rose, John Boy Media. It's great to see all of you. Good job. Welcome. How's it going? Welcome. No, you don't want mine. It's great. No, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, I'll have a signing later today. Don't worry. Enjoy the field, though. This is respect. That's right. That's right. All right. Enjoy. And appreciate This is great. I love it. I love it. Did you ever do one of these Dodger tours? No. Do you want to take the headset off and go join them? Maybe you could learn a few things. Uh, we're good here. Yeah, I think we're fine here. <laughs> okay. I know enough about the stadium. Okay. Hey, more of the Chris Rose rotation coming your way. But first, I want to tell you about our buddies over at Bird Dogs, which makes me look great. The summer months officially here. That means it's going to be hot. It's going to be sweltering. That means, boys, you're going to be getting that swamp butt and you're not going to be feeling great unless you go get bird dogs. Why? Because their stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and the leg and give you that truly sculpted look. On top of that, bird dog shorts fit way better than regular shorts that made of those stiff, restricted cotton, and that's where you end up getting that swamp bite, that terrible feeling. You're always picking at yourself and all that. With bird dogs, there's none of that coming your way. And they have fixed the issue by inventing cloud knit fabric. It looks just like khaki, but it stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement, which is a great thing. You know, Bird Dogs also uses the anti-stink sweat wicking fabric, keeps you cool and dry all day long. Do I have to tell you about it? You know, I'm one of those guys that's shaped like a pear. So not only does Bird Dogs make me look great, it takes care of all that uncomfortable feeling south of the equator they knock it out of the park bro so head on over to birddogs.com slash giants enter the promo code rose for a free yeti style tumbler with your order that is birddogs.com slash rose a free yeti style tumbler you'll feel great you'll look great too it's a strange season you guys have had the last time we talked you were like god season sucks now it's weird because as we tape you're nine games under 500 as yeah. a team, but you're only like four and a half out. I know. So <laughs> what are you laughing at? It's, it's ridiculous. It is, isn't it? Uh, yeah. I mean, it has been a weird one. Uh, I, just when, you know, I've been in the league for a little bit now. Like when I think I've seen it all, there's always something new. Um Obviously, our division as a whole is not playing well. It stinks. We're right there in it at, like you said, nine games under 500. Um, we've played much better recently. Yes. Uh, you know, the Marlin series, two close games. I believe we should have won both of them. And we lost both of them to lose that series. I think we were on like a streak of winning series mm-hmm. up until that series. Yep, you were. Um, so we just got to try and get back hot again get on that streak of winning series. Like if we just win series, win series, like win every series we play, mix in a couple sweeps, be in first place before we know it. <laughs> uh, you are no dummy. You know that the clock is ticking on you. Mm. I mean, you're you're free agent at the end of the season. You've pitched very, very well this year. You've been remarkably consistent, particularly over the last eight weeks, I would say. 
and you I mean, do you hear your name being called in trade talk? I mean, I see it online and, you know, fans of different teams tweeting at me and all that kind of stuff. Um, not seeing like too much from writers, but at the same time, like, what am I going to do? You know, that that's you pay attention out, to it. I'll see it. Yeah. I'm not paying a lot of attention to it right now because right now, like my mind is so set on trying to win the game. I pitch every single time because I know, like we were just talking about this division, the way we've been playing, we could get back in it. And so like the only control I have is when I take the ball, I want to go out and give us the best chance to win. And if we win, then maybe we can make a little run and, you know, it won't be about selling at the deadline. It will maybe be about, buying a piece of the deadline or whatever it may be so thing thing is for me like i'm very very loyal to this organization you know they gave me an opportunity to fail over and over and over again at the big league level learn from that failure you know in 2018 if i was on probably 29 other teams i would have been in triple a by may june and who knows where my career would be if that's what happened. So the White Sox gave me that opportunity. I was able to work through a lot of things, start to find that consistent success, fail again last year. Now I'm back to having a little bit more consistent success. And, you know, knowing what could happen uh, at the end of the year, you know, with free agency and everything, like I'm giving it my all. Uh, I want to see the rest of my teammates give their all and make a legitimate run at this thing because in the division we're, we're in, it's, it's very possible. I mean, you're a bright guy, so you understand, and you've been around now long enough to understand the business, but are you disappointed there hasn't been an extension or anything? Or is that just the way it goes? No, that's the way it goes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not worried about that. Yeah. I mean, there've been talks in the past and things like that, but, um, the way I saw it, you know, staying in the system and, and, you know, just trusting that it's worked, worked out pretty good for me so far. Are you anxious at all though? Not knowing that six weeks from now you could be up and moved somewhere. I mean, listen, the good news is, is that you would be going into a pennant race if you, if this team isn't in it at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, uh, I don't, I don't like dwelling on like the what ifs of the future. You know what I mean? Cause that does create anxiety yeah. for sure. Right. Uh, you know, my like roots are in Chicago. I love my apartment. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to have to like, you don't have to take everything. your gamer chair anywhere. Yeah. I mean, how are we going to ship that thing across I the know. country if we need to undoing my entire computer system and my three monitors and boxing those up like that's not i don't want to do that can you send us a picture of that it sounds yeah it sounds pretty awesome the setup yeah, yeah it's pretty dope setup yeah and i'm actually doing a lot more like real work on it instead of just gaming nowadays yeah. but your real work is getting ready for your next start you've told us this a bunch of times yeah. where you go and you play as yourself against the team you're going to play yes yes and you know what's funny is when i do that now so when i play with myself keep going <laughs> keep going i play as myself mm -hmm. in mlb the show right for my scouting preparation there is like a voice line that the announce the in-game announcers have now that like talks about it no. So it's like the first inning, every single game I play, it's like 
I'm, I start, you know, making pitches in the, in the first inning in this video game. And I don't remember which announcers uh, they, they use for the game this year. It's Boog and Doug Glanville. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they start having this conversation about how me and Max Freed play MLB the show to prepare for That's our next great. opponent. I love that. So it's like super meta and weird because I'm literally playing the game and I'm hearing the <laughs> announcers talking about how I play the game to prepare for the next opponent. And it's like very strange. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I love that. That is good stuff, man. You know, there's never been a better time for Rose Rotation listeners to fan like a champ. Thanks to our good buddies over at Foco.com. It is officially licensed by Major League Baseball and the MLBPA. Their wide range of MLB products includes player and mascot bobbleheads. In fact, I got my guy Slider. Look how happy he is to see you, huh? Hanging out, doing his thing. They got floral shirts. They got loungewear. They got straw hats. Can I tell you how good these straw hats are, man? They help you, whether you're working the lawn, mowing that thing, hanging out at a day camp like my 17-year-old son, Brady. He's already heisting this thing. He's a camp counselor out there in the 100-degree heat here in L.A. He's going to be feeling and looking great. And it's never been easier to get the gear. Find your fandom. Let everybody know where your allegiances lie. It is Foco.com has everything you need for all 162 games and beyond, whether you're taking in the action at the ballpark or you're just lounging around the crib. Either way, you're going to be looking great and representing the team that you love. So if you're ready to take your team spirit to the next level, then head on over to Foco.com slash John Boy. That is F-O-C-O dot com slash John Boy. Get on ready to gear up. And right now, our listeners can use that code word, John Boy. They're going to get 15% off their first order. Foco.com. Find your fandom today. Have you gone anywhere this year that you hadn't been, that you get to stay a little bit longer with this new schedule? Because sometimes in years Mm. past, you've had to bounce around and stuff. Is there a city or something that you've enjoyed this year based on the new schedule? You're like, oh, this was fun. Anything? Um. Right here, right here. I mean, for sure. You know, I was hanging out with my brother last night. He lives in Silver Lake. He just shot over to the hotel. We were chilling. Then he, then I had him come and pick me up and drive me to the field today. (laughs) Um, But did you guys do lunch? No, he he slept until like eleven thirty. So actor. Yeah, and I'm on Chicago time, so I actually woke up earlier than I usually do Uh, this morning. How's he doing in the acting world? Because for people of the Rose rotation, maybe you miss this, Casey. Giolito was nice enough to join us in an earlier episode. Yeah, yeah, no, he's he's doing well. Uh, obviously, with the writer strike, I think that uh, things are a little tough. Um, not as many auditions and stuff being floated around, but he's grinding. He's grinding, doing all of his self tapes, doing his auditions, and you know, uh, I know that he's developed some decent relationships with casting directors, and his manager and agent are great. So just going to keep working keep grinding until he gets that break you know dude you'd be like that you guys pick two fields that are (laughs) very difficult (laughs) like people this percentage of people make it it is it is yeah pretty difficult unreal but um, i think what he i think making it in what he does is harder than than me because like everybody wants to be an actor only so many uh kids want to be a baseball player there aren't many uh baseball kid wannabes that are waiting tables is what you're telling me no exactly that's not that's not a thing like either you make it or you don't has he had a side gig that where he's had to do like some i don't think i don't think he's done that yet but it it might be getting to that point yeah yeah that writer's strike will definitely get you yeah um 
there were there was an interesting story. I want to take you off the beaten path here for a second. Okay. I don't know how much you follow the Taylor Swift phenomenon with the concerts and everything. Oh my goodness. Did you see that there are people wearing adult diapers to the concert? Stop. Because they don't want to get up and piss. Or worse. That's so foul. You, so Taylor, T Swift came through Chicago. T Swift. I didn't know you guys were close oh, like sorry. that. Sorry. Taylor Swift came okay. through Chicago. Uh she had I think she did like three nights in a row. I didn't go. Um I'm not much of a fan. Like, sorry, Taylor Swift, if you hear this, she's not gonna hear this. I'll be honest with and... you. What do you mean she's not gonna hear this? <laughs> what type of shot is that at John Boy Media in the Rose Rotation? Shame on you. Okay, I'm sorry. Gigolito. Yes. Taylor Swift is a huge, huge. baseball fan and yes. she loves her like niche baseball media. <laughs> <laughs> uh no, so she she came through, it made traffic terrible. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't about that. You know, I, I like to get home nice and quick after our games. But yeah, I mean, hey, more power to them. The, I know her fan base is big and passionate. So and wearing an adult diaper so you can catch every single second of the concert. More power to you. Is there anybody couldn't be me? Is there any artist that you would wear an adult diaper for? No. No. You're a good music guy. I am. Yeah, no, that's not happening. No. If I'm going to, if I'm going to, you know, have an accident in my pants, it's going to be an accident. I'm not doing that on purpose ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is rough. Um, so we go from here to Seattle. Yep. And that's when you get to pitch next. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also an all-star game up there this year. I don't know if there you've been is. paying attention. Yes. Yes. I remember seeing you in Cleveland at the all-star game. I be- was it Cleveland or no San Diego? Where, where were we? No, you were too early. It was 2019. Yeah, yeah. 2019. Yeah. yeah. That was it. San Diego was too last early. year was here. Yes, it was. I blew that. That would have been cool. Yeah. That would have been nice. Yeah. That would have been, that would have been really nice. Yeah. First time to Dodger stadium as an all-star. It's all right. Maybe maybe next time it comes around. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. It only took him 42 years to get back. Perfect. Perfect. You'll still be pitching in 42 years. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, man, based on what you guys make, I'd keep making sure I'm pitching into my 60s, too. Um, Is that stuff you guys think about ever? Pitching pitching when I'm 60 years old? I'm talking about the All-Star game. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I mean, you want to be an All-Star every year. Of course. Of course. Um, But... Again, it's kind of like what I was saying earlier with like, you know, you're thinking about the f- future of what's going to happen with, with all-star game every year. Like if I go out and I'm like pitching to try and get the numbers to be an all-star, I'm going to be all messed up out there. Like I go out and pitch, focus on each individual pitch, all the stuff you've heard me say before, you know, attack, aggression, pitch to win the game. And then the rest takes care of itself. I saw you get a big strikeout the other day against the Marlins. And it, I don't know, were you talk? you do talk to yourself yeah. when you come off the mound and yeah. stuff, but what, do you have any idea what you're saying? Um, Way to go, motherfucker, that stuff. My favorite recently has been, I'm that motherfucker. Ooh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's like, I am him with a motherfucker thrown in. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's, I'm, that's not really my personality off the field, but things change when I'm competing. <laughs> yeah. But we're, we'll never hear you like Lance Lynn. No, no. He's the legend. He's like 
top tier pitcher celebrations like he will go down in the record books as one of the greats so you're not going to be grabbing your package anytime soon no it's that's not really my thing he does that because he wears a cup he's readjusting I, i don't wear a cup when i pitch oh come on most guys don't most pitchers don't no no i saw david price get hit in the nuts line drive remember that that's the risk that i'm taking yeah not so sure it's a great one i feel like if i were I wore a cup up until I got to high school. Then when I got to high school, all the, you know, upperclassmen, none of them were wearing cups. I was like, well, fuck this. I'm not going to wear a cup anymore. And then I became a pitcher only. And so once I really started seriously pitching, I never pitched with a cup on. And now if I were to like try and pitch with a cup on, I feel like it would mess me up. So. So why do you think Lance does and the rest of you guys don't? It's like the opposite for him. So like he grew up like wearing always wearing a cup. And then I think he said he tried at some point, maybe his amateur career in college or, or big leagues or whatever. He said he tried pitching without one and it was uncomfortable and weird. So he went back without to always one. wearing it. Yeah. So it's just like the opposite. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know if I could take that risk. You are the closest person to the batter. Yeah, but the thing, like, you finish your pitch, like, the chances of that happening are pretty low because, like, I finish my pitch and, like, I'll swing my, my right leg yes. up in front for and that will be protection yeah. or sometimes spin off. So it's like I'm not even facing that way. Yeah. Obviously, anything could happen, but, yeah. So we're going to call your right leg the penis protector from here on out? Sure. That's does, great. Does that make you comfortable or uncomfortable? <laughs> I, I love that. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you do have an interesting finish. Like you come through and then you swing your legs It'll be up. Di- it's different sometimes. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It depends on like, it depends on how, um, how much I like extend and get stable on my left leg. Oh. Fastballs and sliders are, I'm going to have more of that, that like kind of violent, you know, whatever, right leg coming swinging through. Whereas the changeup, since I'm trying to kill velo, I'm using less legs and the front leg will actually like bend out sometimes and it's more of like a smooth finish. Let's not give away your tells here. Well, it's after I throw the ball anyways, so it's not like the hitters are seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> they have to try and hit the ball. Great point. Today's episode of the Chris Rose Rotation presented to you by these guys over at Shady Rays. I want you to take on the sun this summer with gear that is built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays, they have you covered with premium polarized shades at a very affordable price. In fact, Shady Rays offers a world-class product just as good as any expensive pair ever worn. Durable frames, crystal clear optics. Can I tell you you look great right now? And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in the history of eyewear. Every one of these bad boys is backed by lost and broken replacements. So you're probably saying, Chris, what the heck does that mean? It means that if you lose, or you break one of these pairs. Even on day one of ownership, you just call up Shady Rays. You're like, I lost my sunglasses. How much is it going to cost? Nothing. It's going to cost you nothing. They're going to send it to you. They're going to have your address on file. You're going to say, well, don't you want to hear what it? No, they don't care. They don't care what happened. They just want you to be happy and look great. New pair of Shady Rays is coming to your doorstep just like that. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Head on over to ShadyRays.com. Use the code word ROSE. 50% off two plus pair of polarized sunglasses. Did you hear me? ShadyRays.com. Code word ROSE. 50% off two plus pair of polarized sunglasses. 
Man, it's going to be hot and sunny this summer. Don't you want to look and feel great? Of course you do. Is Liam on the trip or not? I, ooh, I think he is. I think he is. I'm not 100% sure. How yeah. emotional was that night when he walked oh in my God. through the doors? Chills, man. Like, chills thinking about it right now. It's crazy. Crazy. Uh, what he went through and then obviously uh, coming back and, and pitching strong, you know, not not too far removed from literal chemotherapy uh complete inspiration i got a lot of text messages uh, after that game that you know i i talked with him about from friends family members that have been affected by cancer and how much that moment uh him you know like you said walking through those doors taking the mound again how much that moment meant to them uh, as you know, people battling cancer, people that survive cancer. Um, yeah, it was, it was really, really special. Something I'll always remember. I think that, uh, he did so much for everybody and the way that he and his wife, Christy, I believe Christy, have yeah. handled this has just been unreal. Yeah. Remarkable, remarkable, you know, taking something that, you know, is like just the world is crashing down around you and then creating so many positives out of it it's uh it's amazing they're they're amazing wonderful people liam and christy and um you know it's it's unfortunate now you know that liam just came back and now he's you know dealing with that little bit of elbow stuff so you know hopefully he can uh rehab get that right and be back doing what he does the best i imagine it's probably going to end up being one of the highlights of your career to have been there on a day like that i mean that yeah something obviously that doesn't involve you but that's one of those moments where you're gonna be like you're gonna look back on this 30 years 100 100 percent. that is a highlight moment um because it's not so much about the game like baseball you know oh a no hitter or this or playoffs it is like a human moment that baseball is like so good at bringing out sometimes mm -hmm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. and it, it was truly remarkable special um for everybody in the stadium that night all the people watching on tv uh i will always always remember for sure what do you do during a game when you're not i mean you're not pitching it in this series mm -hmm. so it's not like you're scouting and watching what they're doing against the dodgers no no yeah so like what is your mindset when you're not going in a series you're not going to see these guys again this year nothing so do you sit there and bring out your funniest jokes do you look into the crowd to see if you recognize anybody? What will you do? I might be looking out in the crowd at like a good amount here to see if I see like buddies and, and people I know in L.A. Uh, but in general, you know, as starting pitcher, like you said, I'm not watching the game to prepare for my outing. Um, I'll be looking out for like pitcher tips. You know, if there's anything that's like glaring, then, you know, you go to self-scouting. For your team. Yeah, yeah, for the Got team. It. So, you know, if I notice anything glaring, you know, discuss it with other guys. We'll confirm, see if we can get on, you know, the right page and then, you know, bring it to a hitting coach or the hitters. Um, be a cheerleader. That's a big part of it. You know, always like cheering for everybody, trying to keep the energy high in the dugout, especially if, you know, we're down uh, a few runs, something like that. Um, other than that, just relax and enjoy. Enjoy watching a game. You do like to yell at the umpires, too. Yeah, that's happened a few times. Yep. Yep. 
are there guys you know you can go after and yell at and they're not going to look at you? And are there guys who are like, Jesus, Giolito, shut up? Um, it it depends. I, I think that any umpire it has like patience to a certain point. Uh, even, well, some guys are very hard-nosed and got a little bit of an ego, so you, you got to watch it. But no, I'm, mo- most umpires are going to have that certain level of patience but you know if you take it to that next level then you are liable to get tossed out of the game which happened to me a few years ago i remember that yeah yeah so what are you allowed to say that is a fucking horseshit call can you scream that from the bench and not get in trouble um yes sometimes fucking horseshit call is he's probably going to look at you and tell you to shut up and then if you continue with that same type of energy, mm. you're liable to get run. tossed. Yeah. Um, if you there's a lot of things you can yell that are not going to elicit a response. It's like, give me a for instance, let's say the umpire's name is Jim, like Jim, that ball was down. Like, you know, we're sitting here. We see yeah. I can, we can see up and down much better than in and out yes. from the dugout. It's like, Jim, that ball's down. Or, you know, let's say he calls that low strike that we think is down and then like he call, and then there's another one that's similar and he calls it a ball. Same fucking pitch. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Stuff like that. I think that's all fair game. Personal attack. You're done. As soon as you, you, right. It's you blah, 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 blah. No good. You're, you're putting yourself right in red card territory. Uh, do you have that um, – do you discuss stuff with umpires when you're pitching during games? Yeah, here and there. Here and there. And uh, there was example Sunday. Um, mm, I don't remember what inning. I threw a – we were supposed to go up and in. I believe it was to rise. We were supposed to go up and in. I missed up and away. Sebi catches it like this. And – to me, like from my view, it looked like it was still a strike, even though like I missed hitting him like where he was right. set up. It was like over here. And so just real quick, like he calls it a ball. I'm like, Ugh. I get the ball back and I'm like, was that out or was that up? And he said uh, out. I'm like, OK, that's fine. OK. And so that's like one example, I guess. Um, Other than that, like sometimes in between innings, you know, talk about like a pitch or two. Um, I remember, I don't know if it was the same outing or like two, three outings ago. Like I thought I stuck a heater down and away. It got the bottom of Seb's mitt and came out. So, oh, it might have been New York. Got the bottom of Seb's mitt and came out because he was trying to frame it up. And I reacted on the mound because I thought it was strike three looking and he called it a ball. I didn't say anything at the time, got the ball. And then in between innings, I go checking my hands and and I think he actually brought it up. He was like, you know, on, on that pitch, on that pitch, I had it down. It could have been a strike, but like considering how it how it came out right like it's it's a hard call to make i said yeah i got you no worries so you appreciate that when he yeah yeah of course of course fair enough yeah yeah open communication and and uh you know honesty and you know that that's great that's always great um have you asked have you been asked to have your hands washed 
I think, I think maybe once or twice, but that's just cause like sometimes the rosin, if you're like, you're using the rosin heavily and like, you're going to like your face and getting like the oily sweat and stuff. And you're well, a sweater. Yeah. It, it can sometimes like discolor your fingers and then, you know, you're, you're ripping on the ball, you're touching your glove, like all the different stuff. You'll start to get like gray fingers, black, gray fingers. Ew, that sounds horrible. Sounds um, gross. I mean, we're rolling around in the dirt playing okay. a game, you know, it is what it is. So, yeah. um, you know, I, if that's the case, then you just want to like wipe it down because you don't want to be like, you know, none of us are none of us are using anything that's very much in the past. I think nowadays, considering all the rules. So you just don't want to be giving off the impression that, you know, you're you're doing anything. You don't want uh, the umpires don't want to like. They don't want to be throwing us out. No, of course not. So they they want to make sure that everything's like in the you know best possible shape. That there's no reason to ever have to throw you out. But no, I've recently I've been been good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's just to me, it's a weird thing. I, I've watched baseball for decades, and I can't ever remember them asking people to wash their hands. Yeah, you, you you're seeing that now a lot more. I think I the type of the type of we have this new type of rosin uh, called rock rosin that I think became popular in the last two years that I think adds to that like that color like it puts that like gray on your fingers. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you are not fortunate enough to make the All Star team, what do you have planned for the break? Ooh. Um, I was thinking maybe we open up uh, after the all-star break. We're in Atlanta. We start in Atlanta. Okay. So I was thinking maybe hang out with Max yeah. uh, down in Atlanta at his crib. Yeah. Okay. So you have a cool spot. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a nice house out there. Um, so I also got family out there too. So see my mm -hmm. aunt, uncle, cousin. Um, yeah. I always enjoy my time in Atlanta. It's great. It's just smoking hot in July. Yeah. Yeah. Stay indoors in the AC. For sure. How's he doing, by the way? Max, great, great. Yeah, he's he's uh coming along well, rehabbing his his uh elbow thing, little flexor or whatever it was. Yeah, he's doing good. Cause we all hear flexor and we're like, oh shit, you know what that means? Nah, it doesn't always mean that actually. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it does. Don't don't get me wrong, but no, I I think he's gonna be fine. He's gonna be just fine. I want to ask you one other thing. I don't know if you follow the college baseball stuff, but the other day Texas and Stanford in a super regional. Yeah, Drew Bowser walked it off with the pop-up. Uh, pop yep. So the game before that. Drew Bowser, Harvard Westlake, by the way. And Encino yeah. <laughs> Little League, just to yeah. let you know. Um, Quinn Matthews, left-hander for Stanford, 23-year-old senior, came back. Oh, yeah, this. Okay. 156 pitches. Does a college coach owe it to him to pull him off the field? Um, is he a draft prospect? So he's like top 150. So we're talking rounds four, five, six, somewhere around there. Oh, yeah. He should not be throwing that many pitches. What if he owes it to his boys in the dugout? The guys that he wanted to go to battle with and he's the one. They have no bullpen. I mean, they had to play a third game the next day. And so they wanted to make sure they had everybody available. I get, I'm, I'm, I don't want to speak for them, but that's probably where we were going. It's a tough one because here's the thing. I throw a hundred pitches like New York in New York. I threw a hundred pitches in six innings. What's the first thing I do when I get in the dugout, send me back out. I'm good. I'm good. That's all of us. Cause we're in that competitive mindset and we, 
want to compete, compete, compete. We want to go out, do our thing, like no matter how many pitches we throw in or, or whatever it may be, there's very few times where you finish an inning and you come in the dugout and you're like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I've had it. It happens, today. but it's not very often. Most of the time you want more. And, you know, in college, I didn't go to college. I didn't play college ball. Right. When I watch it on TV and YouTube, I watch the YouTube highlights and stuff during the playoffs. It, it looks very intense. Like these kids are getting after it. You know, they they're playing with a very high level of intensity. And I mean, I can see the starting pitcher is going to ask for the ball every single inning. I don't care what my pitch count is like. We're trying to get to the College World Series. It's on the coaches. You know, you got to protect your player. But the thing is, college coach's job isn't necessarily to protect the player. College coach's job is to win, uh, you know, have a winning team, win College World Series, because then you're going to recruit better. Mm-hmm. You're going to make more money. You're making more money for the school. You're making more money for yourself. So college coach is going to ride the best guy. It's not necessarily the best thing for them, for their future. Um, but I don't know. Does one game where you throw 150 pitches matter in the grand scheme of, uh, uh, grand scheme of things? Like, not necessarily. Like, I'm sure he's fine, feels good, is going to bounce back for his next start great. Uh, but it's risky. It's very risky. Yeah. You won't be getting to 156 anytime soon. They will not let – no, that is not a thing here. They will not <laughs> let us do that. We also pitch – we also pitch a lot more innings. Yes, you do. Yeah. Yeah. This was fun, man. This was awesome, just hanging out, yeah. talking ball. This is great. Weather's, weather's nice. Yeah, I know. We had the cloud cover, which I really yeah, like. Now the, the sun's, sun's coming through. out a little bit. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine it'll be kind of fun. You get to see some players you don't get to see up close very often. I mean, I know you played against Mookie when he was in the American League. and Well, in spring Freddie training. Oh, spring yeah. Training. You guys share a share, complex. Yeah, yeah. See him, see him all the time out there. Yeah. It's a little different, though. Yeah, yeah. Those dudes are studs, man. Oh, yeah. Those are two future Hall of Famers, those guys. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Would have yeah. liked to have seen you on the mound, but that, that's not a big deal. Yeah, I'm sure someday Maybe there's another Hall of Famer running sprints out there. Oh, Kershaw. Yep. Yeah, slacker. <laughs> Talk to him. I don't know. Amazing. Yeah, he's got. From what I've heard, his routine is like down to the what second minute. It, it is. Yeah. Don't don't fuck with it. Yeah. Do not screw with his routine. So, uh, this was fun. We'll get to uh, do a few other things. I'm sure out here. You're uh, you're hanging out. You got some spare time in between your sprints, your massage, your <laughs> leg day, uh, checking in and make sure your brother got his tickets and all sorts of stuff, right? Yeah. You got tickets, didn't you? Um, yeah, yeah. He's he's all set. BP passes. Gonna have a lot of people out here for BP oh, later. That's adorable. Yeah, it'll be great. All right, have fun. Um, this was great. We're gonna have to do it again in person sometime, maybe on the south side of Chicago. Ooh, come on down. For the one and only Lucas Giolito, our amazing producer, Robbie Chiracco, our summer intern, Alden Stone. I am Chris Rose. We will see you next time on the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media. I gotta get you a shirt, by the way. All right, next time. Yeah.